listening to Art Root Radio, and I'm your host, Michelle Lockery. As an artist and a wayfinder, I have worked in many communities and I have met many champions along the way. One of the champions that I really, really respect is a woman named Lori Fleming. We call Lori the Queen of the Highway because this woman has, she has driven the highways, she gets excited about the mom and pop stops, she gets excited about the roadhouses. She loves to shop. She loves to look at the art and find murals. And she has mentored me for about 25 years. I met Lori when I was working down in Cuba, Missouri, um, consulting on the Route 66 mural city. They had wanted a model that was somewhat like the model that I had um, was working on in Vernon when I was doing the Vernon murals. And it was a model of working with communities to create mural projects that connected communities. There's been many studies on it and we'll share those stories, you know, of the amazing people. But when I was down in in Cuba, Missouri, and I highly recommend you going to their website, there was such a synergy between the communities and between the small communities. There is, um, there's just a base to, to people in rural trying to reestablish and reinvent themselves. I come from a long line of um, of community people that have had to rebuild. I come from a coal mining town, so you know disasters was something that was just a normal lifetime experience. Unfortunately, mine disasters, flooding, fires, and I grew up underneath that kitchen table, listening to how my family and my community would just keep reinventing itself. So to me, it was a natural art form when Dr. Carl Schutz's artist that he was working with at the time came to our community to start murals. I never looked back. And along the way, I met people like Lori Fleming. Lori started the Route 6699 Association in British Columbia with Red Robinson. And that was a dream to tie the Route 66 to our heritage highways in a circle route that would be an extension of the Mother Road. Her and I had similar passions and we met many, many moons ago when I was commissioned to do murals across Route 66. And it's just been a friendship and sisterhood that has grown in just family. And and I believe in her passion of why highways are important. It is unfortunate as I'm looking, and you'll hear in the podcast, we were very excited because again, we got to a place where our Art Route Blue which is just a dream of a connected highway of stories and arts and just a, a scavenger hunt trail through artist stories, murals, mom pops shops. We have this amazing augmented reality app that we want to share. But Lori really, she taught me that you need to get into the communities, get out of your car and meet the people. That dream kind of got on kind of another halt, even though two times it's been to the table of bringing everybody together in alliance. And now, unfortunately, we've been hit with 2021 between pandemic, fire, and now floods. We're sitting there again. And I was, I was thinking the other day, I was like, if we could imagine life right now as Minecraft, we have to rebuild the building blocks in our communities the infrastructures were failing. We we have to we have to build roads and sewers. 
We must give that to all of our people. We must be grateful for the land that we're on, and we must be grateful that we can find a way to work together. I think these discussions of, of what the future is and what are we going to do is all tied in our trade routes. We're in this together. We're only going to get out of it together. And Lori's wisdom, again, has helped bring this back to the table. I sometimes see that perhaps we were visionaries and um, we had this dream of all these connected roads and all these murals and all these communities and we would tell stories while more stories were being built and we would have musicians and we would have a theme song. I would love that theme song to be Life is a Highway. I think that it's a key, it's a key song for Canada. But the queen of the highway, Lori, has been my rudder in believing that this connected art route Art Route Blue has to come from the people. It has to come from when you stop at a mom-pop operation, a restaurant, a coffee shop, an art gallery. You know, you have to talk to the people, the artists. That is the art on the highway. The murals are fantastic, and though they are the placemaker, they're the big signs, the wayfinder signs, but it is really finding those little art stops along the way. And we hope to launch our app, our Art Route Blue app, but I want you to listen to Lori because it's really quite amazing with everything that's happened this year, how long we've been pushing this dream. And um, that's all I could say about this, but I really would like you to take some time, listen to Lori, and imagine an art route, Art Route Canada, where we're all together as we're rebuilding. Let's start with British Columbia, but maybe away from a people up situation as we're building the new trade routes. It's the art and the history connecting all communities. The water flows through indigenous blue. Hi, Lori. How are you today? Oh, wonderful. Thank you. The sun's shining and uh, popping up sunflowers in the mind anyway. Well, welcome to Talking to the Sunflowers, which is our podcast. And I just thought we'd touch base because our project has just gone viral. Isn't that wonderful? It has just been a long time coming. And uh, we finally uh, uh, reached, uh, reached the horizon uh, from the ground up. It's interesting to me that Art Route Blue, you know, and, and the things that you and I have been dreaming of a connected community, you know, with artists and musicians along the highway has been such a long story. But um, now the sunflower seems to have connected people in these trying times. What do you, what do you think communities need right now? Well, I think the sunflower uh, represents hope and uh, some uh, nourishment. I think it uh, it uh, stands for health, and I think we need an injection of health into our uh, uh, livelihoods. And I think this is what a sunflower represents, and uh, we go on from there. They grow, they uh, get tall, they're pillars of hope, and every petal uh, transfers uh, you know, to one another, and that's how we create a society. And and I think uh, we need to create a better society with uh, more integrity and more health to fight the the next virus. Hopefully, it won't be in our lifetime. I think it's really interesting because the simple sunflower. It's funny; it's never really been a favorite flower of mine. I always thought it was a common flower, which is you know not you know, but it isn't. Now it's my favorite flower and it has you know deep roots in history but it has food security but what it really has been is a symbol of you know recovery 
you know, the, the golden spiral and everything that a sunflower in life resonates. That is such a key thing. And it's been incredible to watch artists and everybody come together under that one flower. So, I mean, it, it has, it's indigenous to this world. It connects and unites us all. So I'm thinking it's really interesting. And I see this blue sunflower. So I think maybe you're our blue sunflower because in your work in travel and tourism, how do you see that the art, the kind of the arts and the artists and the communities can help bring tourism back to life? Oh, I think uh, uh, the beauty of it, and I think that it reflects not just a, a uniform thing, it, it reflects uh, possibilities, endless possibilities. And uh, uh, if you can connect the arts, like connecting the dots on a map, I think it's fulfilling and it's um, luring. It's a uh, it's luring effort to uh, keep us on the road and keep us uh, connected uh, to an ever, uh, every last, like a, the uh, chain, uh, links in a chain, I think, and they get stronger as you grow and as you uh, uh, build. I think this is what sunflowers represent, that strength. And, uh, you know, they pop up every year and uh, uh, they are the, um, uh, you, what do you call it, the statues of, uh, of liberty in our uh, state of mind. I really like that because, you know, for Canada, so Canada and history repeats itself, as we all know, and Route 66, you know, was conceived to help after the Depression. And obviously Canada and the world is facing its one of its largest, you know, economic tragedies. And not only financially, economically, but socially. And I see this change and I feel that there's been a shift. And I think that the sunflower proves that we are all indigenous to this planet. And I think being indigenous blue and the blue being that you wrap the digital world around this planet, we can digitally travel. And through that tourism model that is almost above the earth that cushions us, can we find almost a digital revolution, not unlike the the other revolution, the industrial revolution, right? So you see, you know, stories and everything's becoming this new path. So in some ways I find it's kind of exciting, you know, so tourism is how we're going to build our economy of people, place and planet. We must protect our economy and our resources and our planet and our people. So tell me in one sort of quote, what do you think the heart of Art Root Blue and the Sunflower Project is? Oh, gosh, I guess it's just a, a connectivity, lacing a legacy, uh, you know, into uh, the heart and soul of uh, humanity. And uh, I believe that to travel is, is to live. Like the, the famous, uh, uh, you know, uh, a writer uh, has alluded to Hans Christian Andersen to uh, uh, to live, to fly, to float. To, you know, uh, that's the whole idea of that feeling of freedom. And and uh, and as Jim Hinckley, the uh, you know the Route 66 author, he alluded that Route 66 to him stands for freedom, and freedom is our best asset, or is our only asset. And from freedom, we grow. Lori, that's just lovely because I'm sitting here going, you know, it's the loss of freedoms. To me, I'm from a yeah. small rural community yeah. and when I could paint, I would travel. Like in my mind, when I, you know, was limited in whether it was economy or children, I would paint and I could be anywhere in the world. And I always, when computers first happened, I mean, I'm dating myself, but I can remember working in this arts council and heritage council. And the internet happened. I was like, I could research. You know, it went from encyclopedias that I read from cover to cover 
to you could access the entire world of knowledge. That power, I mean, has been incredible. So I think what you're saying is also in the digital travel, by digitally connecting, we can reconnect our communities and the heart of all of us is through rebuilding together through our hands and our minds. Yep. And the minds, yeah, for sure. Like, like Jim Conco always says, he's the uh, ambassador for Route 66, or the spokesperson, and he uh, uh, says that everyone knows there are eight states that the uh, Route 66 pass through, but Jim feels that there are nine, and when asked what the ninth state is, he says it's the state of mind. So what would you say would be the Canadian, so you travel through our provinces, would you say it's the, you know, what when you travel Canada, what would you feel... Uh, well, I believe Canadian stands for like a heritage uh, that cannot be uh, uh, taken. It's a permanent uh, a structure within the base of our, our uh, society. We have this heritage that can't be stolen. And uh, I think that's something to be proud of. And we don't have to be a superpower to keep it. Uh, we have uh, the strength within ourselves to maintain our own identity. And our own identity has a signature, and that signature is art. And that, that's my opinion. For being, we're kind of passive, but in the art, we speak loudly. And I think that's through the fact that Canadians, you know, if you look at a world scale, are more free and very blessed to live here. I think of the mixed culture, and I think I've worked with Indigenous people and immigrant people and children and youth and elders. In that gift, there is a common thread. I've always felt that it's we are very nice. We are nice people. I think, yeah. you know, I know we have our, our, our pains and our stories and we're a very new country. And I think what's a brilliant thing about that is the unitedness that we feel. And I think COVID, I see some people think we've been divided by COVID and I actually think that we've been equalized by COVID. Oh, for sure. Equalization is such a... a an appropriate uh, a statement. Equalization is what uh, makes us uh, uh, share, we uh, coexist. And we have to coexist within our, our uh, uh, universe or our ubiquitous society. And if we don't coexist, we break down as a, a solid uh, entity. And uh, to break down is uh, to uh, just spoil what we, uh, what we have built. And I think uh, we have to be, uh, like you see, that mixed culture is what gives us that uh, universal, you know, feeling with each other. And uh, our, we can embrace and we can move forward, I think, together. I don't, I don't know what it is. I never had that when I was a kid. We never had to be told Black Lives Matter or uh, they don't speak the same language or what. We treated people equally in a store or on a bus or in, in um, society, uh, it didn't matter the color. It was the smile is universal. Like a smile and body language and communication is what you interpret as, uh, it's not a barrier, it's uh, a part of society that shared equally. And that equalizer is COVID, I guess you're right. It, uh, that's amazing uh, synopsis. Well, it's interesting because I'm just plugging in. So here we're no, we're live because I'm plugging in my computer because I forgot to plug it in. Very much the same for me. The only 
judgment I remember in my family's home was whether or not you worked and contributed. I think the the judgment was, was that person a hard worker or not? Oh, for sure. And that's a contributor to society. And that's what I mean. It doesn't matter color, race, size, uh, or power. It is being a contributor is the solidifying factor within cultures. Well, it's interesting to note, like, you know, I've known each other through muraling and um, I was I was taught muraling just based on trying to learn how to, you know, from my immigrant family. I mean, I have no schooling. I only have, you know, the hard knocks learning by learning. But it's interesting to note that by painting the heritage of Canada and the United States, um, that my projects have raised millions of dollars for the actually for communities. I mean, the change in the help of the youth is something I'm so passionate about. But there has been millions, probably close to a billions of dollars raised from that movement. And so it's pretty exciting to me as you know, you and I are on our golden sunset ponies. And you know, we're I'm getting an awful lot of interest in that story now. And I think we were so busy creating and connecting that we haven't told the story that by taking youth and putting them on walls and painting stories and asking people to be engaged, that an economy happened, which is funny because Route 66 built their entire economy after uh, for the United States based on roadhouses and murals. But we've got the murals and we have the small businesses and the pubs. So all we really need to do I see is simply connect through a map and our app. And that's very exciting, but it seems so simple to me. And I see everybody going, what's our new path? And what are we going to do? And what's the recovery? And I'm going, it lives in the heart and hands of the people in the rural communities. It lives in, the, in, the, in our young people who have the digital knowledge and in our elders who have the stories of the land. So to me, it's so simple. It's just like everybody embrace and connect and you will have that same. It's not as hard as people think. Look to the past because we're not, this isn't the world's first rodeo with a pandemic. No, it's not. And uh, uh, they survived and we can be smarter because experience tells, experience builds the wisdom. And the wisdom is ingrained in our um, education, it, it's just a part of uh, everlasting uh, component uh, given to the ages. We do, uh, we have to give our wisdom in order for the next generation to survive. And it's not necessarily in the form of something tangible. It is just a gift of the soul of, um, I think it's the soul of humanity is wisdom. It's interesting. I was watching Schindler's List the other day. It's one of my favorite movies. And I was this, and I was thinking of my dad and the lessons from my grandparents during war times. And if you think about, again, you know, tourism through highways. And there was several key scenes in the movie that just struck me, right, you know, right between the eyes. One is when the workers were being put into the scene where he's building, when Schindler's, Schindler's how do you say it? Schindler is building yeah. the 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 manufacturing company and he says you know we're going to build something that is everybody needs so pots and i think of masks and then i see the workers go out and the workers who are in his factory being having their life saved are like we're essential workers we're not going to get put in the camps because we're essential workers and i go off, i hear that essential worker line and i'm like oh my god and then there's another one where 
when all of the people are first put in the ghetto, there's a scene and they're eating potatoes around a fire and this one guy is laughing and they're saying, why are you so happy? Look what's happening to us, you know, war has created this and we're in the ghetto. And he's like, but I'm not running. I have time with my family. And for the first time, I don't feel like I can, he goes, I can think. Things have slowed down and I'm with all the people I love and I have a potato and I'm happier than I've been in years. And I'm just seeing my own family, like we all run so much and I'm going, well, you know, I could hear my dad and my grandparents talking and I'm going, COVID's a war. And then one of the other things that Schindler says is that in the time of war, the one thing you need for success sometimes for your economy is war. And I believe that we're at war with COVID and in that lies, and I know some people not, might not agree with what I'm saying right now, but there is an opportunity for us to change and grow. And I just, the movie just struck me that it could be right now. And we have had terrible internment stories. Canada has its own history, but the sunflower can unite us all. Yeah, isn't that something? You've heard that expression, that it's unfair to judge uh, history uh, through 2020 eyes. And I feel that we should not destroy all the statues of, uh, you know, the blood that was shed. But that was uh, the time, uh, the COVID of the time. And uh, we have to then uh, uh, gather our thoughts, gather our strength, take a breath, and uh, stop running and just enjoy. As that, that character in the movie, you know, it just feels so good not to be running and out of breath. Once you're out of breath, you've lost the battle. But this is so true, right, how you've interpreted that movie, The Schindler's List, with the COVID uh, crisis. And uh, it, it is a golden sunset on the horizon. And I, I believe that uh, we don't have to run anymore. That's why you don't have to hurry and answer the phone. And, you know, you're, you're going to carry that whole imagery through to the soul of the next generation who then will pass that on and it will speak without uh, words. Well, you know, I look at leadership now, and if you were to think of who are the icons that would be created or painted, and I've painted many icons, like I've painted country stars, I've painted um, white male patriarchs that, you know, built this country, um, maybe the history or, you know, I was just grateful to paint that history. But to me, it's a book. I think public art is a book. So do you burn the book? I don't know. Maybe do no, you? No, I don't think so. I think you build on the book. I think you just, uh, I think the book uh, tells the story. And if you destroy one component of that, uh, then uh, the, the, uh, the rest is lost. So even how uh, dreadful or how uh, uh, negative that uh, seemed at the time, that built our history. That builds us to a better future. And if we lose that, it's all for naught, and it's all for, you know, in vain, they say. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that you've got a really uh, wonderful artistic uh, view of uh, understanding the words. The, the picture says a thousand words, and, and I believe uh, it's, uh, the, that's the path that our, uh, this root, this root blue, I think ubiquitously is uh, serving uh, uh, humanity, serving the world, and serving the whole uh, um, kaleidoscope of uh, uh, the solar in our solar system we have it goes beyond you know what we can grasp well I think mechanic. I think there's presence from the past too so like people have said to me why did you paint war murals and I would say so that we remember not to do it again remember, yes that's it remember not to do it again 
remember. Yeah, if you yeah. if you erase past, we yeah. we have yeah. very selective memory. Like, I mean, you know, yeah. so you history repeats itself because it can. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. So that's kind of a yeah. profound thing, and we then I. It. Well, yeah, and then I think. Well, the gifts too. So here we'll leave on this note. The sunflower is important because of its giving. You know, for me, it's my Ukrainian roots and, you know, it's the symbol and the sunflower of Ukraine. But it is also that I read this book about a woman bringing the seeds to Canada, not knowing that sunflowers are indigenous to North America. And Peter the Great took the seeds to Russia and Ukraine to rebuild the economy when grape seed failed. I think it's brilliant that we're just drawing attention. I mean, you and I have done this for so long, Laurie. We've had a passion of connected communities under one common thread. Just let's all be part of one big book and everybody share. I mean, I know it could be kind of pie in the sky, you know, thinking, but I, I, I don't think it's so hard because the minute I take art into a community, everybody comes to that wall and they share and they're open and they're not judgmental because the wall's bigger than all of them. And so they have to all, they all feel fear and so they all are equalized on that street. Whether you're a politician, a doctor, a at-risk youth, in front of that wall, if I say all of you put a brush stroke, you all feel, oh, um, the wall's bigger than us. You know? Yeah, equalization is our freedom. It, it, it is. And I think yeah. that in this, this, I see this female matriarch economy is let's share. There's more than enough. More means more. You know, so let's bring the sunflower seed back and let's pepper art root blue. So our goal of just having communities all be part of a, a linear road trip of fun yeah. so let's be light yeah. we, we want to you know what i want to get i still want to get in a car with you laurie and travel and laugh yeah so do i you got that little picture that i sent is to uh, a friend is someone that will call you up and say get dressed we're going on a road trip exactly and you know, it takes you where the white line leaves you're in between you're in the space between that white line and you take it where it leads and uh, if there's a detour sometimes uh, beautiful things are discovered on a detour and uh, you've got to let loose stop running and let it run for you well you know i'm always going to look as the highway is blue that wraps yeah. this world with a heart the veins as you said earlier and now yeah. that that yellow line is always going to remind me of a sunflower yeah. that sunflower yeah, sightings right sunflower. and uh it uh, it uh, is so uh, rooted uh, that it can't be ripped it can't be torn and it can't be misguided i think misguiding is something that drives us aimlessly well Lori, this was just beautiful. So thank you so much for coming to talking to the sunflowers. And you know, this lady told me last week that sunflowers, if you look at them, are irises and that they're the eyes of the universe and actually the eyes of the planet. And I'm like, man, if all those sunflowers that were planted in British Columbia in honor of this project, we got a lot of eyes watching us to do better. <laughs> we do, and we got our own solar system. We do. So thank you, Lori. This was oh, just lovely. All right, we will talk to you soon, Lori. Thank you. I hope so. Bye All for right. now, Michelle. Okay, bye, Lori. It's the art and the history connecting all communities. The water flows through indigenous blue. The tides rise and fall, connecting us all. Water is life. Hear our call. The water flows through indigenous blue.